0: Classic Kiwi tune there. <laughs> yeah, the feelers,
1: Brett, right here, right now. Are you familiar with the feelers? Not at all. Obviously, we're just backing it up after last week's uh, Davy Dobbin, getting in the Kiwi theme, making sure that when we get over to the nightclub celebrating the inter Dominion, that we, you know, are familiar with a few songs out there on the dance floor, Brett.
0: <laughs> Do you reckon they've updated their playlist since Davy Dobbin? Uh, no,
1: probably. We've got a few more. I reckon we might run out by week four. <laughs> We've got four. <laughs> hey, and I will say this. If you do your research, the feelers are actually playing in Auckland, I think, on the Thursday night before the Inters. Serious?
0: Yeah. I oh, shit, you're not. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. so you've got, uh, what, some sort of VIP backstage pass? Um, No. No. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: I'll turn up and, uh, oh well, who knows if I'll bloody turn up, I probably won't, but it's just no. interesting that they're playing there and that is yeah. a really good song. Brett, welcome, episode two, Interdom Advent Advent 2019. Yes. Um, how, did the, how did you feel the first uh, episode went down?
0: Because uh, I've got
1: some feedback, I'd be interested in the feedback you got.
0: Uh, oh, okay, that was our first, first run from a, from a long spell.
1: First one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we were a little bit dry. <laughs> well, you weren't dry. I wasn't dry, and I'm not tonight either. But I did, I did, okay, well, I did think we need to maybe inject a little bit more colour and sass into tonight. Okay, yeah, I uh, got some feedback that we might be a little bit too much. Um, turning up, the punters podcast about us. Just you know, oh. a
0: little. No, you whacking JT off the. Off the oh top. no,
1: no, he's got a different audience to us. He's for your serious punter, your discerning follower of the sport, whereas we've got. Um, you know, a little bit more of your Westie crowd. You know, people who are... Um, <laughs> your Westie crowd. Uh, yeah, you know, your real yeah, a good sort talk. of... Yeah, You're real <laughs> roll-your-sleeves-up, grease-monkey harness folk, probably, than, uh, <laughs> than JT's audience. But yes, um, yes. I did get some good feedback, though, Re Sipowitz, and you would have seen some of that on Twitter as well. Yep. I think... Um, yes. Oh, Dasher. Uh, oh, Dashman. Dashman uh, did have a good Sipowitz gift there. Yes, indeed. and I didn't mention last week, but the first horse I ever bred was called Sipowitz.
0: Did you name
1: it? Well, it was sort of a team naming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that that was the first horse I, I ever think bred? So yeah. yeah. He was by um, Exotic Earl. Johnny Campbell stood him at Loddon Valley Stud. Shout out, John. And um, and the, the the reason behind his naming was that my cousin was getting married in the middle of January in Swan Hill. Do you remember this story? Yeah. I told you. Yeah. My cousin was getting married. It was like, um, you're your wedding for the 14th of January in Swan Hill because it's not going to be 46 degrees on that day, is it? Brett? No, never. No, not at all. So we rocked up and this was a horse that Paul Lowry and uh, um, Jimmy Sheehan and a couple of other mates and I had bred the mare. And anyway, the foal was born on that day and we got the call from Johnny Campbell to say you've had a foal. And we said, what will we call it? And Jimmy Sheen's rocked up to my cousin's wedding with a um, short-sleeved shirt and a tie. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and so it was like, Classic. it was on. Then we said, all right, we've got to call this horse Sipowitz. It's a sign. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but tonight we've gone with uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin thing. What? Brett, um, for those who saw the promo, uh, Brett, actually, Brett was wearing, donning my old, um, my old jury duty shirt. Yeah. Um, which was the <laughs> to the, get out of Jury Jury uh, yeah it's the it's t it's t-shirt with uh, Stone Cold giving the bird. I've only kept that just if I ever got caught up for Jury Jury that I would wear that <laughs> shirt to make sure I didn't get selected it's a and, cl- the, and, the, shirt. and the new Rattlesnake shirt is what Brett actually brought me back from Wrestlemania this year when you went to New York so thank yeah. you very much for that Brett no, it's a good one I really like the shirt yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, um, it's, so. a,
0: it's a ripper <laughs> yeah, I reckon that'll get you out of jury. That'll probably get you jury duty out of jury, as, well.
1: as well. Any sort of overt wrestling t-shirt would help get you out of jury duty. Yes, yes. I would. Probably suspect.
0: more chance of you appearing in front of the jury than getting on jury on the jury.
1: Yeah, well, is this or the old, uh, you know, the apron with the boobs that you wear at a barbecue?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another classic. <laughs> um, that'll that'll be coming up in week four, I believe. Mm. Yeah.
1: Actually, that's a good idea because we have run out of ideas already after two weeks.
0: Um, Brett, um,
1: oh, I thought that. Might have that? Been, I thought that might have been the wife coming home no, but too early. Who knows where she is? She leads a hell of a life. Yeah. Um, also, some feedback I get. Joel Watson's uh, one of the co-owners of Triple um, A. Yes, he was sort of. He, he's only sort of a bit of a convert to the to the Harness Racing game, and, and uh, I sent him a link to this show, and he's up there at working at um, Oyen and LaSalle's in the Mallee and Harvest, and he nice. was actually hoping this might be a bit of a triple-eight fest, and, um, oh, and I, I said,
0: well, well, not
1: really. I hardly mentioned it, Brett.
0: Oh, I suppose, yeah. Relative to how I usually carry relative, on about my horses. Relative, relative to Translator, I suppose. You didn't mention him that I much. didn't
1: mention him. So, um, just for Joel, we'll actually try to maybe have a little bit of a chat at some point about Triple Eight rather than just shunning him the way we apparently did last weekend. Oh, last oh week. my
0: goodness. Joel could be worse than you, I think.
1: No, I mean, no. Talking
0: about his own horses. No, he died
1: <laughs> Well, I, anyway. Um, Brett. Tonight, I'm, uh, that was some, uh, also some feedback. Where's the beer review? Oh, so, tonight, I'm, I'm on the Grosh tonight um, for a, listeners who a, used to appreciate uh, mine. Long time favourite? Um, well, look, it's only sort of now that I'm probably in, not that I'm affluent, but I have, was never able to afford <laughs> these um, swing top lid stubbies before. Oh,
0: very, yeah, very fancy.
1: Um, you know, it took probably until I was 40 years old before I could, because these things are about six bucks a pot, but mm-hmm. they're worth it. Like, look at the beauty in that. Oh, that's pretty no, good, No, it's a it? nice bottle. It's a lovely Six, bottle. 16-15, uh, these babies over at Grolsch have been brewing since, Brett. So they've got a that's few a, ideas. That's a while Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's about the same time that last roll that I had at Tadcore Park at about 11 <laughs> o'clock at night was made. But I think the the brewers have somehow managed to maintain
0: the taste. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that hot dog looked delightful. As you... <laughs> oh, that was a bad dog. <laughs> I don't know how you survived that dog. <laughs> it was all right. Uh, Brett... Kura, what's your summary? Uh, S-
1: beautiful scenic, uh, stunning, pit- yeah.
0: picturesque. Um, it's definitely added to my bucket list. As as you have to. Alibar have
1: sponsor it. it. Surely you, Alan would you know foot the bill for that, wouldn't he? Uh, you yeah. and a prized oh, client. He might fly us over. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> um, We've got to go. It was unreal.
0: It did look good. Ah, yeah. oh, just
1: Someone, was, the the mountains was the nearby mountains were snow capped. <laughs> really
0: yeah. i didn't hear that at all on the day yeah
1: there are the, did they say it a lot today did they yes i yes. was watching in the pub and you yeah know, i didn't hear yeah. it that
0: much um uh i did see someone on twitter post it's a valid point that uh it's been, hold on
1: hold on look what the cat's dragged in what megan's come home Nine twenty nine on a school night how did she sneak stumbled in, in. found her corned beef and Bernays sauce <laughs> <laughs> is that you megan <laughs> All right. She's home. Oh no. Sorry, Brett. She's home. All right. We can uh, relax now.
0: Because <laughs> you did look stressed before she arrived. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. Someone said that it was uh, the only track where uh, motor van, motor vans uh, block your view of the race for half the half the race, but you don't care because yeah. it's quite cool. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it
1: yeah.
0: does look like a good time, though. It does. Well, you, you're saying we should uh, hire an RV and, and head up head up to whatever road you need head up from Christchurch
1: I'd love to do that I reckon it'd be hard to get a a, a, a camping spot inside the track they'd be booked up for years wouldn't
0: they oh Alibi. you got it's spots, sponsor it. surely we yeah, just rock shit. up yeah we'll just chuck an Alibar sticker on the side yeah and uh alright
1: yeah. that's it it's done then it's arranged <laughs> we're going next year <laughs> beautiful mm. beautiful
0: no it was uh so you had a runner yeah yes uh, the yes. aforementioned triple A <laughs> Joel <laughs> um went good yeah went real good i was really pleased with
1: his run ran on well uh yeah i, I thought it was um i don't know about depth in previous years but it, it probably didn't have i think previous winners probably all well, spankin won it last year yeah he went on. and he went on, to, <laughs> he went on, know, on okay do, do all right yep, yep um and classy brigade's a good horse uh, and, you know, Mark obviously had another masterpiece in it and Ashley Locas was running scared. Um,
0: <laughs> and Cruz. Cruz was in
1: it. And Cruz was in it as well. Obviously. Yeah, and he, he ran a really good race, particularly given, you know, he, according to the website, galloped and track work on the Saturday and he galloped the previous week at the Flying States. Yes. So yes. getting around the pretty flat track, uh, he's done a really good job. Yeah, it was good. It was good to be... Did we take
0: uh, much out of it for New Zealand Cup? Um... I, I, I um, Yeah,
1: no, that's a really good question. I don't think Cruz is going to be winning the New Zealand Cup. Mm. Um, and another masterpiece isn't in the New Zealand Cup. And Triple no. Eight isn't in the New Zealand Cup. No. Uh, other than that, a lot of the runners who ran behind them are. I think not Nandolo. Um,
0: yes. He ran a, I thought he ran a pretty good race. Um, I don't think you can... He obviously can't win and he was in his own cup, but he ran a pretty good race, so. No
1: A Better Act was in, but they withdrew him. They'd had Pat made the last payment for him and he was in there. Oh, okay. Um what else was in there, Brent? I can't really remember what else was um, um Oh check in was in there of course, a stable made of
0: Triple um, Eight. Well the winner was in it obviously. Classy Brigade. He's yep. in the he's yep. in the cup. But he's drawn yep. eight.
1: Yeah, okay. Well if a... he gets the fly that he did the other day, well they won't know which way he went. Yeah. Like to lead, you know, from eight was um uh, yes. Yeah, You know, he jumped straight on the bunny. Who else? Um, AJ's White Sox?
0: Yeah. He, he was in the race? Uh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Pretty sure he was. He galloped.
1: Yeah, right. And um, our Uncle Sam, He yeah. also made well, a mess of
0: it. He wasn't really in the race. Butchered it. He butchered it badly, didn't he? So No, uh, uh, AJ's White Sox wasn't in it. Yeah, okay. Um, our Uncle Sam, the trip hasn't gone well so far. No, it not. hasn't.
1: It's a big ask. I mean, he's a really good horse, and you, Moran for taking him on the trip. But you, I mean, this stand start art. I mean, they, these the Kiwis are doing it. You know the the whole time. Yes. Um, yes. It's like yes. You, well, it's like when two thousand and five when um, Troy Cooley taught the Palms reverse swing, and we went over there <laughs> and we tried it. You know, I oh, put a bit of spit this side of it, rah. rah, rah. They'd been doing it all all of their county summer and. um, yeah, no, that's certainly something where they have a distinct advantage of. Um, so anyway, look, good on them for taking on the challenge. They've obviously made a pretty drastic change to their plans for the New Zealand Cup next week by pulling an absolute left field move and um, you know giving Mark Jones the responsibility of driving our Uncle Sam in the New Zealand Cup. Brett, uh,
0: yeah. Any thoughts to the reasoning behind that? Well, they're staying there. Is it?
1: That- they are staying at at. Um, at Mark Jones's place, and I guess maybe if, I'm not sure whether Anthony has commitments back in Australia or whether Mark's been sort of uh, schooling him a little bit from the stand at home, and they decide that's a safe way to go. But yep. Brett, that's probably a timely segue into the New Zealand Cup. Do you want to um, perhaps touch on some of the developments there in the with the draw coming out today?
0: Well, I suppose the big the bigger uh, part of the draw was San Carlo drawing Barrier One. Um, yeah, it's a apparently a tricky draw because you'd be standing there the longest because you turn in obviously the. Oh yeah. So, um, so our Kiwi friends are suggesting it's not the best draw for Sandcart. Mickey Guerin. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, and once again, the aforementioned JT mentioned that to me. Oh yeah. So, um, if he steps, oh geez, it's a great barrier draw, but that's such a tricky thing to know where he's going to step. He's only he hasn't had a standing start race ever. Yeah. I think he's only had one trial, but it could be wrong there. So. Who knows? Who knows? It really... You'd rather draw
1: one than 12, though, wouldn't you? Absolutely. When you're up against that sort of firepower, you know you need every advantage. And I'm sure that Steve O'Donoghue, he only got a small team, and I've got no doubt that that horse, San Carlo, would have had, um, (laughs) you know, I I reckon... um, uh, and O'Donoghue, Steve's wife's probably got no elastic left in any of her, her pyjama <laughs> pants. He would have been breaking that out and just flying that elastic across the track. No doubt. Yeah, so Yeah. And I think that'll pay pay rewards. Well,
0: I think he's, you correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think he's, uh, well, definitely his best chance, but probably his only chance of winning the race is if he settles in front of or has a better trip than Spankham <coughs> and possibly the fixer. The fixer is absolutely <laughs> rounding into form really well I think but so he couldn't have done that from outside him so well the fixer
1: just it. went super from the stand today in the trial didn't he in the cup yep. trial this afternoon he's really yeah Spankham isn't one of Mark's horses champ he isn't of the ilk of some of Mark's champs that could sit parked or just bully his way to the front and lead he probably if he was to find the top would would probably hand over to a stable mate and then out sprint them and win anyway mm-hmm. um, he's certainly the probably the best horse uh, in in the field,
0: he's definitely the best horse in the field. Who else would you have ahead of him?
1: Well, I'm starting to warm to this San Carlo character.
0: Oh. <laughs> Am I hosting with Jason Bonnet? <laughs> oh, well, I just <laughs> no no. <it's laughs> I, a very, I like everything about him. He's an extremely good horse, and you know, just a and he's in peak form at the moment. I just think the Spankham's a better horse. But yeah, I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Yeah, but the fixer, you know. I don't know. The fix is pretty. He ticks a lot of boxes. He's obviously got Nat on his last year's winner. He's coming into form really well. He he can make a move if needed, and he can and he has got super high speed yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah. and could probably do a bit of work. So I don't know. He's a, yeah. Yeah. Well, what about this?
1: Let's throw it on its head and classy brigade might find the top, pret. And I know the last couple of times he's found the front, he hasn't handed over to anybody. No, um, and he and he held off. Oh no, he might have just got pipped by. You may collect on the um, in the uncut jewels. Oh yeah, back in yeah. July, dig it up, Brett. Do some research, <laughs> and um, and then obviously the other day in the Kaikoura Cup. So yep. you know, um, yeah. I, I reckon it's going to be a great race, and I think the draw has made it really interesting. Um, our Uncle Sam might go sideways at the start and flatten half, half yeah. of them anyway. But well, I hope that's not the case for the Frisbees' sake. They're good people and they... Um,
0: so did you... Uh, uh, i just look at it. the, the field there. He's got Frisbees' Anthony still on. Mm. Is that uh, released on Twitter or something, was it? The Mark Jones?
1: Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, it was on Twitter that that was released. But,
0: um, uh, I think most people would have been hoping Spankham had a drawn-out wider or drawn, you know, drawn... The back. Bloody the back 11 or yeah. something instead of... Uh, six off the... Yeah. yeah.
1: And what about your horse, Brett? Chase Auckland. He's drawn 13. Um He... he uh, from your expression, I don't think you were over-enamored
0: by his cup trial today. Uh, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was anything brilliant, though. Yeah. Um, he began to stand really well, which was good. So he probably should do that from from the unruly, which they placed him on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's going to settle back. He's going to have to make a move at some stage. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a very tricky, it's a very tricky draw to win a New Zealand Cup from the unruly. So. Um, Brett,
1: one of the, and, and what about the legacy of, uh, Mac three, San Carlo coming out of the one, Mark Shard in 12 mm. and he's the, you know, grandsire of Chase Auckland as well yep. for a horse that wasn't, you know, he's n- not necessarily, you'll probably pick out an example straight away to dismiss this, but Cups no. horses outside of Auckland reactor, um, that wasn't really his go. He's been high juvenile speed, you know, up and going yeah. early and and dominant early. So yep. Um,
0: well, San Carlos sort of bucks the trend, doesn't he? Because he didn't he didn't start racing till he was, till he was older. Yeah, so. he's
1: out of a classic Gary, mare So probably, <laughs> probably hey, explain that? that
0: why classic Gary's were juvenile, and that's it. No, but nuts too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But, yeah, but generally they just went early, didn't they? Yeah. Like they were just electric early. Yeah. So a Mac three out of a classic Gary would yeah. Sort of Goonley still hasn't hit his straps. Hasn't he? Still got, still gotta <laughs> So
1: He's gonna be like saying. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay.
0: Um
1: Brett, a few horses though that we might mention, given um like I suppose with an interdom yep. uh focus. Yep. So Ashley Lok has he was uh scratching from the Kaikoura cup um the other day. Do you wanna say it how Matt Cross says it, Kaikoura
0: <laughs> he, I can't say no it's a bit like uh, put yourself
1: out there Brett. no no I can't actually I can't actually like just, how Bonner says Maori yeah I know Kaikauda uh, <laughs> Kai Kaura. Kai kai I don't want to offend anybody <laughs> culturally so no. I apologise for that probably shouldn't try it Ashley Loke has and then the all stars have since updated that he won't be competing in cup week he's had a bit of a setback apparently he kicks his stalls oh. and yeah and yeah, um, and there's I, I, I don't know obviously agitated something yep that's, obviously, the, the um, All-Stars still have a very, very strong team. He probably wasn't going to be, you know, in the top betting for the Cup. No. But he's the type of horse that you could see would run through the Inters. Having said that, we're three weeks away from first round of Heats and it's probably not the ideal preparation.
0: Definitely not. But, um, yeah, the All-Stars definitely, like, definitely, uh, decimate is not the right word because they've still got their two best horses in the race. But, no, um, oh, I should say they're probably their they have got they have got a third of the field. They've got a third they're travelling the all right. They've got their f- yeah best th- three or four I suppose actually in, in all reality when I look at that field. But um, they had seven in the flying stakes a couple of yeah. weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. So you know you could have thought they would have had seven or eight in the, in the field, but never yeah, got one. and that's true. And
1: and let's face it, Cruz Bromack really has been under the care of Dean Braun and, and Amanda Grieve. True. Um, so he's a little bit of a ring-in, but good on him for, you know, they, he's in his name and they're yeah, over there under his care, so... Is, uh...
0: Did I read somewhere that uh, Greg was going over to drive Chris Bromek or not? Is that... Uh, or don't, am I making that up? Greg Sugars. I, I wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, okay. Just say it hasn't got a driver listed yet, so I don't know. I might be making Well, Greg's
1: up. driven more races than Mark Jones in the last 12 months, so <laughs> it'll probably make more sense than someone who's driven three races driving out and Sam in the New Zealand
0: Cup. Yeah, but not a... Uh, didn't win a World Drivers Championship or a Mark one back in his day.
1: Well, this is true. Well, you'll hope he will be doing that, though, after he um, hits the track with your superstar, Philly Minty. Minty, yes. And then uh, yes. Yeah, he gets selected no, on the back a, of that. That'll be for his the World That's right. Yeah, that'll give the kid a start. <laughs> um, Brett, we've sort of touched on San Carlo,
0: but it's great so, he's yeah. over there. Yes. So they, he's over there now, or they leave tonight? Oh, oh really? On Wednesday, isn't it? Really? Oh, shit, that's cutting that fight. Today's sure, right? Wednesday. They've got to su- fly to Auckland. Pretty sure they're flying to Auckland and going down. <sighs> um, Jeez, get your shit together. that's when, I know McLovin was going, yeah. am pretty sure McLovin was going tonight. Yeah, you're right. I think.
1: All, All right. All right.
0: So they'll fly over to Auckland. Hopefully
1: all's well. It's windy as bugger here today. Yep. And then they'll road down to Christchurch eight to ten
0: hours. So, I think it's even longer, isn't it? Yeah, right. It's a bloody. I presume unless they're flying down there. I don't know. I don't know about okay.
1: internals. What, well, I, well, Cat. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good luck. I hope, it, I hope the travels go well. I'd feel a lot more comfortable if they were going to bed in a bloody barn over in <laughs> South Island tonight. To be honest with you, <laughs> since I've had a bet on seeing cut. Right anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They'll get there. They'll get
1: there. Um, Brent. So what else we got? Um, and the fixer again. You touched on him, but is he? As Davy DVD macker would say, the forgotten horse.
0: He's absolutely the forgotten horse
1: for good reason. And but but All Stars, you know, they they're very open with their um with their website, and they certainly have made made it clear that the horses. It's not been smooth sailing with this animal for the last um you know five months. No, so it would be yeah some sort of accomplishment for him to. Step up, but geez, didn't he look the pro today in the trial?
0: Unbelievable, yeah. He went really good.
1: It's just stepped super, and you like—he lo- doesn't have one ounce of wasted energy in his game. He is just no. all business. Yeah, all business.
0: Yep. He—he um, he looks very. He's just running into form beautifully.
1: Now the other interesting inters run are well, we spoke about Triple Eight as well, Brett. Uh, obviously not. He's going into the junior free for all on Cup Day, yep. which is. Um, you know, sort of. Only got six runners, I think. Yeah, six six runners, a couple of Purdies in there. Yep, um, but including but the horse that you. Another masterpiece. No. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so sniper. last for listeners, remember last week that the overs I said the overs in the in the current market was um, Ultimate Sniper. So <laughs> 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 hopefully, no one plays that to Mark during the week. <laughs> Because that could be quite motivational. And um, yeah, I sort of slightly got my balls on the line there by <laughs> potting pot a Perdon horse before going yeah. down and racing them on their home deck. But yep. anyway, I'll stand, I'll, I'll stand by it. Yep. I'll say that. No, no. Colt 31, Brett. He's another horse who is actually do, taking a different preparation to the Inters. Yes. He's been in Victoria post the Vic Cup. He obviously had a stunning win in the Swan Hill Cup by a, by a lip over um, San, Carlo. San Carlo. Yep. Um, And he has got a terrific clash coming up, Will, which, to be honest with you, could have a huge influence on how he is viewed in terms of his um, ranking in this Interdominion. Not his numerical ranking, but in people's belief to see whether he can take on the big boys or not. Because Ride High is a horse that potentially... Well, he could be the best in Australia. Yep. On what we've seen.
0: Definitely.
1: Uh, Now, he could be. He may not be, but... um, but if he was to uh, overcome a really uh, the wide draw he's got and beat a couple of probably three, I think, of Emmer and Clayton's, you know, top liners and the one that you know, if you believe what the stable is saying, is the best horse that's ever sort of set foot on the joint. Um, yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, is this
0: just the new joint, or is this no nah, joints combined?
1: No, that that they've ever put a bridle. Put Yep. Let's have a yeah, look through one of their yep. bridles. Yep. Um, so that's something that means that this race in Melton on Saturday night's another factor in terms of pointing to what the ID, where the ID might be headed, Brett.
0: Yes. Okay. Jeez, how good was it? We might cover this later. I'm not sure, but how good was it to see uh, ride high and ten major go at it at Melton? We will cover that later. Okay. Very good. All right,
1: but Before we go to our next, our first segment, which is I'm your Huckleberry. A couple of little. Not that we have a we we, we shelved the old. Um, what was the thing that we when we said what we didn't like, friend and unfriend? We shelved that, but I have got a little boo. Calm down, Tab, because I've got a, a, a pat on the back coming up for you. But last week, when the first, uh, the second bugger at the third rankings were released, yes, Tab took down their market on the Inter, suspended it, yep. and it is still not up. And that says we're in the thick of the spring carnival. We couldn't give a shit about the uh, Interdom. So it hasn't gone back up, yeah, right. which. I just reckon that's piss weak. What it says to me is they do not have a devoted harness person on their trading floor managing this market. I'm baffled that you can go to Bet365, Ladbrokes, our friends at Sportsbet, BetEasy, New Zealand tab, but you cannot go to the tab right now and back a horse for the Inter Dominion.
0: Yeah, right. And
1: I just reckon that's piss weak. So, a bit of a boo. Yep. Um, And whilst I'm booing, this isn't a boo. Maybe it's a, a backward a backhanded compliment to um, Harness.org. But my recent experience in having calls to look on the Racing.com website and the Harness Racing New New Zealand website, I have to say I really appreciate, maybe it's just familiarity, but the Harness.org site, um, because I just find Racing.com particularly difficult to navigate, and Harness Racing New Zealand, well, it seems that, that the time's not really something that's considered... Important over there. The internet.
0: Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what annoys me about Harness Racing in New Zealand is the slowness of results coming through on races. It's yeah. just, just terrible. Kaikoura was that on. Replays of trials. Replays of trials, yeah. But.
1: And saying Interdome rankings will be out at 12 noon <laughs> on this time. <laughs>
0: and no one just gives a shit. Yeah, that was odd when you pointed that out to me. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, a, it's a pretty big race. Would have thought it would have been important enough to yeah. get it out on time, like, just create yeah. some interest.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just want to give the keep everyone's focus on the uh, New Zealand Cup, but you know you can, um, you can. What are you doing? Chew gum as well.
0: Walking, chew, walk chew gum as well. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I shouldn't
1: have to be reminded of that, Brett. No. My Fitbit says I've had ten thousand three hundred ninety-one oh, steps okay. today, which wow. is about four thousand below average. Oh, okay. okay. Brett, it's time for I'm your huckleberry.
2: Well.
0: I didn't
2: think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry.
0: Feedback. Brett. Was there feedback on the uh, this? No, song, didn't right? get feedback on okay. this. No one had actually watched... Um, Tombstone. Tumbleweed. what is it called? Tombstone. Tombstone. Okay, hey, sorry.
1: this week, listeners, let us know if you uh, saw the movie Tombstone, if you uh, enjoyed it, and what your favourite part of it is, because it's one of those movies, Brett, that's full of
0: just epic. classic scenes. Yeah, really. I...
1: Ep- oh, oh, I, I could right now, I could Boys right now recite, <laughs> <laughs> recite my favourite scene, uh, which those who are fans of Tombstone would know, starts with, you called down the thunder and now you've got it. When <laughs> Ike Turner's on the ground in the pouring rain beside the railway line, when he tried to go and ambush uh, Wyatt Earp. <laughs> um, and that was the beginning of the turning of the tables. Really? Against, yeah, yeah. Sounds against the classic. Cowboys. Oh, yeah. mate, it is awesome. And when... Okay, uh, so.
0: come on, go on
1: now. <laughs> Let's get on. <laughs> All right, my Huckleberry is Jack Farthing.
0: Jack Farthing? Jack Farthing. Okay. He won
1: the, um, I can't remember exactly what the um, free-for-all was called at Menangle on Saturday night.
0: Probably named up as someone, I yeah. would say. Yeah, someone who's Some probably person. passed. Probably. Yeah. Um,
1: And anyway, it was a field that contained Alma's Image and Alta Orlando. Two very accomplished um, open class horses. And Lord Zinzan. Yeah, well that's true. That's true. Anyway, I, yes. I try to avoid talking about my own horses, okay. but yeah. Um, and he just went past them like they were nailed to the post.
0: Okay.
1: It was um un- did you not watch a race? No. Oh, bloody hell. Um he's better as the light, so that's probably why Brett's pretending he didn't watch the race. So I hope Mark Hughes a listening to he drive? this he's Australia's good Woodlands representative.
0: Who did he drive? Who did who won the race?
1: Jack Farley. Oh, the he's
0: horse. He's the horse, you yeah. dickhead. <laughs> sorry. I've given you a bit of Jane Allen here in reverse. You don't know the horse, Jack Farley? I do now, yeah, no. But he's Zinzan's really. brother, full brother. Oh, this is that guy. Yeah, yeah. okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. The anyway, younger brother.
1: that's my Huckleberry. I, I just did not think he had it in him, and um, it was, uh, yeah, very impressive. So he's my Huckleberry. Brett, who's your Huckleberry?
0: My Huckleberry goes out, this is a little bit... Uh, Oh, perhaps the action of the person by Huckleberry is uh, Clayton Tonkin. Oh, yeah. Taking out his license. Yes, yeah. And bringing his license back or whatever. Yep. It's yep. been bloody, I
1: don't know, how many years? Probably 17 years, I reckon. 16 or 17 years. Yeah. highly unusual.
0: Yeah. Well, unless, you, unless you've got... I don't have any I'm
1: just really pleased about it. I haven't chatted yeah. with him about it. I don't know why it's happening, but I'm really pleased it is because I think, obviously when he was very young I think he might have been 19 when he copped his um, suspension for a year yep. or two yep. and um, he made a mistake that let's face it, yep. we all make mistakes Brett I'm, well, some people grow out of making them I haven't <laughs> yet but he was 19 he made a mistake, he yep. paid a price for it yep. and I'm uh, uh, um, I think a lot of people acknowledge his contribution to the stable racing under Emma's name but He's a bloody good horse trainer and I think he should be proud of it and I'm, I'm pleased that he's he's coming back with his licence.
0: Yeah, no, it's really good. So, first start of this week. Yep. Uh, ride high on Saturday night. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really... It was surprising. I think it's a good move. Yeah. All right, Brett, on that note, let's take a break.
1: Welcome back to 147.7, the podcast that says... Horse racing is bloody great, and people who love animals love horse racing. And all of the lefties can get up.
0: <laughs> Gee, Shannon, coming off the uh, long run up there.
1: You will beat that out, won't you, Brett?
0: You beat it out? Yes. Thanks. Um, Brett,
1: social scene.
0: Yes, social scene. Well, so
1: we got a theme tune for it this week. Did the theme tune make last week's show? No, it did not. But remember, do you, I sent that. I didn't yeah, vet it just in case it was put out by someone unappropriate. We'll Google that later. Yes. All right, social right. scene. <laughs> uh,
0: mine's a very simple one, and it comes from... It's it's a post, but it's also a, a good follow if you don't. Um, Juppy Anthony Jupp, at at the picnics is his handle. And it was a simple one on uh, on Derby Day, and it was just said everybody everyone is bloody excited hashtag Derby Day, and then it was his uh, kid doing a little video about uh, about Derby Day. So we'll tweet that out from the account. But he's a good follow up. He's a he's a very, very entertaining, very funny man. It was in um, a and team. wasn't it?
1: Someone knocked it. Someone chipped him about something as well over the weekend on Twitter.
0: He he he, he might have chipped uh, that. Oh, jeez, the journalist, uh, Mike Carlton, maybe, was that the oh, one? Oh, I don't know whether it was in Mike Carlton. Mike Carlton. <laughs> well, he is. I don't know. What was he on? What was he used to be on, 60 Minutes or something? Was that the same guy or no? Uh, I
1: don't know. Anyway. I don't know, he's in. <laughs> How that-
0: many of those do you want me to beef out? <laughs> no? Okay.
1: Um, is that your only social scene? Yeah, that's it. Oh, sh- God, okay. I'm sorry, Brett, I'm going to run away with this. Before I slap Tab for the head, you know, ignorance of the inter's market. Yep, I'm going to give Tabarat for their uh, their ad that they put out. Um, maybe Monday, or at the very least, oh. yesterday morning. Did you see it at all, the Tab ad? Which one? It was actually a good one, not their usual crap. Even though. I- They've been advertising pretty extensively. I like wear those people better than that. I will always love you. Or, or, or yeah. uh, that I hated that campaign. That was shit. But I don't mind wear those people. Josh Nelms like to take nice to take the piss out of it. <laughs> but I like the tabad. I'll show it to you in a minute. There's mm. a lot of
0: them going around. Little one moment, One
1: moment. Nah, 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 nah. This is like a really unique one, which crosses all sports.
0: Okay. All oh, well, right, we'll yeah. chuck that out. An and abbreviated
1: we'll... version was on during the Channel 10 coverage yesterday. Okay. My other social scene was Clayton Thompson interview. The, you know, yes. produced, interviewed, conceived Paul Campbell. I don't know who it came up with the idea. It was a terrific idea. So when Clayton went and gave a um, commentary as Ride High and tear major trial the other night between races, it was compelling stuff. Mm. It was so good and just shows you how much more interesting we can... Um, present the sport, present the product. Yep. That was a classic example yep. of doing something different, which we never do. We don't do anything different in terms of the presentation of the product. Um, just, I, I think the, you know, they just need to start to do this stuff. Think outside the square. Bloody brainstorm meetings on Monday. Say what's something different we can do this week. Yep. We saw it when we had um, Beyond the Gates and Blake would go and interview someone. Everybody loved it. Mm. Then they stopped doing it. Yeah. I mean, we just need to get out of the safety stuff and do some great stuff. That stuff with um, Clayton was oh, I just thought it was exceptional viewing. Um, I did I did though, as I commented to you, if I if my horses that oh well particularly a ride high was done one fifty two in a troll without adding their check, I possibly wouldn't have been that comfortable with it. <laughs> the Kaikura story Kaikouta?
0: Yeah. Kaikouta story.
1: Um, I think this has been pushed out by Harness Racing New Zealand as well. It was on their free to air TV over there. Okay. Um, so Brett, it is basically oh, this is the interview. Did Jess yeah. Smith do it? D- who?
0: Jess Smith? Did she do it? No, oh, no. Okay.
1: It featured Heather um, Vitali. Heather Vitali, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Um, and it was done, I think, for their local news. And it had... Um, anyway, we'll tweet we'll, we'll yeah, we'll that one out. It okay. was a good one. I didn't watch it, so... And a little bit of a broad brush here, but on a person that we mostly know through social media because he lives on the other side of town and works for the bank, Pogger. Oh. <laughs> what, he, what he's done on social media over the last six weeks has yeah. been nothing short of exceptional.
0: Yep.
1: He deserves a um, TOAM, a Trots Order of Australia medal. For uh, his contribution yep. to the 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 trots community, the punters community, charities, um, what he, no, know, he should be night pistoled.
0: That's not bad. <laughs>
1: Thanks.
0: Don't mind that. Awesome, pogger. Um, shout out to Andy Gaffer winning the comp this year. But uh, yeah, it was just it's an amazing it's an amazing event each year, and uh, and just an amazing amount of work goes into it, and yeah deserves yeah, everything you get Agree.
1: Play. Less congratulatory of Andy. I'm not sure if it's in the spirit of the competition to set a horse up for six weeks just to win a um, a, a charitable um, competition that's supposed to be for fun. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously a competitive guy. <laughs> um, but, you know, that was probably just going a little bit too far.
0: He, he uh, obviously is very desperate to join the illustrious group of, uh, of winners of the event. Have you won it? Of course I have. You and Nick Hooper. Nick's yeah. won it, hasn't he? Yeah, yes,
1: yeah. God, I'm the only person to ever sort of Face up to the 147.7 microphone. <laughs> Who hasn't won it? And don't even look like it.
0: Uh, no, no. I finished ninth again it. this year, so not too bad. Yeah, well done. Yeah, no. Well yeah. Done. No, it's a ripping effort, Pogger. Well done. All right. Um, and he is actually having an event, isn't he, this year? 20 something. No, I didn't get invited that's top 10. Oosh. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can get you in. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: sports bet. Now, last week, Brett, the boys are going to flick through their segment, so it'll just be a, a, a de- an addendum to uh, at the at the back end of our uh, podcast. That's
0: impressive uh, language skills, there, Shannon.
1: Um, that's English,
0: um, and not after six grolsches. Grol
1: <laughs> Four, I couldn't afford six. <laughs> um, so, just a little bit of feedback. The boys put up the Nixon Treble megabit. Now, Justin uh, from the trading floor can, has-
0: we, can we go behind the scenes here a little bit? All right, go for it. I'll I ask you mate? off air uh, what you thought of the the Nixon. Uh, no, 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 that no, 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 <laughs> don't, 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 don't say it. <laughs> Continue then. Um,
1: and <laughs> anyway, um, good on the boys at Sportsbet for putting that up for, and 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 thanks for the listeners who uh, got behind it. They held four hundred plus bets and had a six-figure
0: liability. So. It, um, I yeah, was, <laughs> I wish I was pretty confident it wasn't going to come in. Um, that was their. That would have to be their nearly their biggest uh, biggest mega bet for a while, I would think. I, I, oh, I, don't, I reckon it would be. I don't know. I reckon it would be. I'm claiming it's their biggest mega bet ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the charity bet
1: didn't land, unfortunately, either. So no, jeez. Apologies Slashing for Slashing
0: third. Was
1: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that was obviously on Triple Eight for Kaikara, uh Kaikata. Okay.
0: Um <laughs> you nailed that Matty Cross. <laughs> <impersonation>. <laughs> Brett, you've got the you've got the um bet for this week?
1: Yep.
3: yep, I
1: reckon these boys probably given how much they made out of our mega bet last week on the Nixon treble, which was purely podcast generated. They they are chucking in $100 for this charity bet. I reckon for the inters there might they might have to prize that open and maybe maybe 500 per per um round of heats. They're already in front. Yeah. They're miles in front. <laughs> they are miles in front. Uh, I mean and they're good supporters, but you know, well given we've given Tab a bit of a whack tonight as well. And uh, anyway, we'll leave that with Justin and his team, but geez it'd be an easy sell now given the you know the way we bear.
0: That is very, very true. Um I'm going keeping it very simple this week, the Inter theme and uh and going very short and banking backing Spankham for the win in the New Zealand Cup. Yeah right. We've I got to get got... Some... we've got to get some money on the board. Yeah, but what you're not confident?
1: No, I just feel for the charity that's going to earn seventy dollars. It's
0: two twenty on sports
1: sportsbet. Uh, we'll make Go sure little... we get that by the time this goes to air tomorrow. You'll probably be two bucks. Maybe give us a power play as well, Justin. And um, <laughs> you're geez, asking uh, me a
0: bit of the sports bet boys now.
1: They'll be right. Now nah, we've got to get some money in the back. Yeah, a small win is better than a small
0: loss, Brett. That is very true. Yeah, very true. All right, Brett, it's time for unders and overs. All right, Shannon. Brett. What? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay, I'm going to the uh, to the unders first. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for it now, sorry. Uh, it was... Okay, no, I'll go then. I got All an overs, right. overs. Max Shard, $101. All right. I yep. know you don't like the horse because you- Oh bullshit, <laughs> I love the horse. You know I tried to buy um, him a long time ago. You did try to buy him, but you're too cheap. His um his cup trial today was very impressive. Yeah. Admittedly it's only a trial. Yep. But a hundred and one dollars on his home track. Yeah. That's insulting. Yeah. You can uh, you can back that. I don't think you can win it, but you can back that and maybe you know do some trading and uh, yeah and get in front. Yeah. You got plenty of room to move there. He'd have to be a massive chance of making the final, at a, and a hundred and one dollars is a bit stupid. So massive overs there for uh, for Max Shard. Yeah, with you there, cough. Um,
1: and you'll and watch your um, watch your unders, mate.
0: Uh, I you say triple eight, and I'll stab you with this pencil. <laughs> Uh Oh jeez. I've got no no I'm gonna wussy out of that one. Um I'll go Star Galleria. He's thirty-four dollars. Yeah. yeah. Where's he at though? Do we yeah. do we know where he's at? Oh, oh like he's an inter Dominion, three runs in a week, four runs in two weeks.
1: He's probably had three runs in the last twelve months.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Just and, not and I love the horse. Yeah, Beautiful yeah, horse. You but, would is art major.
0: But um <laughs> that's exactly right. But an Into Dominion, thirty-four dollars. Yeah. That can I dunno. Yeah. Four runs in two weeks scares me. I, I agree, Brett. I agree with you there. I think you've got a couple of good ones there. My yeah. um which is... Jeez, uh, you've gone deep here with the Pukakoi trials up on. Oh, well, oh, on screen, I just yeah. want to
1: talk you through it live, a.k.a. Um, uh, <laughs> Paul Campbell Tonkin. and Clayton Tonkin. <laughs> so my Over's is also from the Barry Purden stable.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And it's on the cards.
0: On the who cards.
1: I actually believe and have done for some time that he's the best horse in the North Island. Uh, he,
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that is 100% not true. Okay.
1: you well, That's why I said I believe. I'm not doing what Ben Cray does and oh. because I believe it, it's a fact and everyone in the world needs to be Joel's out of gonna, my opinion.
0: Joel's going to be very d- disappointed in you right now.
1: I think on the cards okay. Okay. is in the top two horses <laughs> in the North Island. I think he's the best horse in um, Bar's stable, Big Bar. Big Bar. Um, and isn't it remarkable that we've got a inner dominion at Alexandra Park Yep, and the two best horses in Barry Purden's stable, are both 100 to 1.
0: Yeah.
1: And if you optimised Sportsbet's little um, special that they did for our listeners in the last week, yes. where they blew out the odds between Thursday and Saturday, you could have got 150 to 1, which I know someone sounds, who did.
2: Sounds like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: sounds like but speaking from personal experience.
1: It's, he's an exceptional horse. Okay. Um, and, yeah, he will be in the final. Guaranteed lock, yeah. yeah. Shannon Nixon's yeah. lock of the week at one hundred and fifty to one. So he's now one hundred for for friends of the program. Yep. Um, and I just think he's a really good bet. My, okay. Yeah. Did I do my unders yet? No, no I started yet. to. No. My unders. Oh, this hurts me a little bit because it's it's oh, no. it was part of the genesis of the Redwood Rattler was our friend who you know steers. Oh, I trains. looked at this
0: horse and I didn't want to do it, Shannon. Yeah. You're going yeah. to do it to the great man.
1: He, uh, and I care deeply oh, for him oh, no, and for his feelings about his horse. You're
0: going to get a train through your front <laughs> <laughs> front door this week.
1: But I feel it's seventeen dollars currently with Sportsbet. Alma's image is unders. It's probably unders because Sooty's made it <laughs> made it virtually impossible for them to have him any longer than that. It's true because they're the the who Paddy Power back in. Uh, England uh, England, or Dublin or whatever the Paddy Power officers have said do not let anyone get any more on Elmer's image because <laughs> Sooty's basically um, yeah he, he he's supers on it yep. uh, I, I just I don't know that the preparation is something that's going to see him ready for something as rigorous as the Inters um, I know Jack Farthing was my um, Huckleberry um, he might be a really good horse Jack Farthing but I would have liked to have seen Alma's image beat Jack Farthing the other day yep. at that price. It's $17. bucks. we are talking about him in the top 10 in the market with sports betting. Yeah. yeah. So we won't dwell on it. I apologise, Sooty. I hope this doesn't come between us.
0: I guarantee that you'll get a um, <laughs> your head photoshopped on oh, yeah. a very inappropriate right. image this <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish he doesn't need encouragement. or
2: right, ideas Oh, right.
0: There we go. It's... All right. Um, Time for a break, Brett. Welcome back to 147.7, the amount of high fives that Cameron Brown dished out at Yarra Valley after Fighting Fire won the last. Is he in that horse? Is that his horse? Yeah, he's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. He might have told me something about that. So oh, who else owns it? Unlike you do. <laughs> Dobbo? Oh, yeah. Um, who else is in it? Oh, Luggy? Jeff. Jeff. Um, Not sure. The Richmond player, Jeffy Jeff Hogg. Hog. Yep, he's in it. Luggies in it. Oh, someone yeah. else. Can't remember. Sorry, oh, someone good. else. No, good. Now it was good. a ripping win, so good for Cameron. Oh, well up. done. Bell
1: Congratulations, win. Cam. It's good. It's um, good for and and Dar- Darrell, no doubt.
0: No, he's not in this one. Who's well, paying up? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was a good day out there, at Yover. Really. First time I've been out for the cup. Uh, for the Golden I've never Cup. been there Cup Day. I've been there on the Thursday, but not Cup for their Day. Cup Day, uh, but uh, no, I haven't. Uh, first time there, so it was good, good mm-hmm. fun. Oh, very good. Tried to have a chat with uh, Craig Knott, but he was too busy. How many bookies were there? I only went to one. Craig Knott. I don't know. There must have been about five, maybe. Oh,
1: oh, oh, Now that we're back here, and I mean, Ian Archbold was fielding there.
0: Yeah. Okay. I didn't didn't get on with and- Ian.
1: He's, um, and he actually said he had an urn, so if he had an urn, well, Craig Not would have needed the bloody uh, Army guard truck to get out of the joint. <laughs> no doubt. So who was um, who was on the bag for Craig?
0: I'm uh, not sure. I had a good chat to the guy, though, but I don't know if he knew me or not, but I had a good chat to him. He wouldn't have known you. Everybody knows you. <laughs> That's can't. not true at all. No one knows me. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good day. Good day, and Fighting Fire got us out of the, got us out of the, the hole, so that was good. Oh, very good. Mm. How many races? Seven? No, it was more
1: than that. It did you annoying. bump into um media megastar Toby McKinnon in your travels? Was did he not front the camera? Didn't see him there. Yeah, right. Brett Shambrook,
0: the president there, the the the, the CEO. Yeah, presume so I didn't see okay. him. Okay. Well, Who'd you hang with? Well, Joe was there as well. Yeah. So Joe and Cam most of the time. Yeah, right. Walked down the stables, had a chat with you, and oh, Yeah, no, it was ripping day. Good. Alright, Brett. What's the time for? Funky Town, Shannon. not you take me to Take me to a funky town. Won't you take me to a funky town? Won't you take me to a funky town? Alright, Chad. Last week we talked about um, America. Kentucky. This week we're talking about Flemington. Yes. So Saturday? Saturday, so yes. set the scene for us. You had a horse, you had a translator in. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, we got the 1052. Actually we got the 952. Turned into a little bit of a um, uh, stress getting there on time because Megan had to drop me off at the outside the courthouse, which is a ritual on Saturday mornings to get my ute back. Yep. And I went in for breakfast at uh, Lola's and I had... Like enjoy breakfast, but then just kept on telling everyone I bumped into about having a horse racing in the derby that day. So <laughs> I ended up getting home, and I was like, all right, you got 22 minutes to get, get, get ready out. and get your Mikey card and all that sort of stuff. So yep. now we, we got the train in, got off in your neck of the woods in Footscray, got an Uber over, yep. which took forever because yeah. it was crowded, Amazing. people everywhere. Yep. Still 80,000 made the day. Mm. But look, for I suppose in terms of being my experience in harness racing, mostly... Uh, well, for a start, it was a big crowd, and they were very much, you know, well dressed, well heeled crowd.
0: <laughs> you weren't wearing your Steve Austin shirt.
1: I wasn't wearing my Steve Austin shirt, but it was just more its, it's something that is very unique. Which isn't, it's not to say that harness racing people don't get dressed up, it's that no one gets dressed up like they do for the races now, as we've discussed. Yes. There's yes. A, you don't go wearing fascinators at 21sts or weddings, I don't imagine you would.
0: Uh, No, I've never done that. No. No.
1: No. Um, So it is the place where where women really get to you know get dressed up like a princess, I suppose.
0: Or yeah.
1: Or men like a prince.
0: Yes, or vice versa.
1: Yes, and let's not even—you don't have to have a gender nowadays, or
0: don't be discriminatory. Yeah, that's right. Just no, no, but you do get dressed up, up, which is it is yeah. You don't get dressed up to go to the theater anymore, or the I don't know. Yeah, as you said, for twenty first, or to go out for to church, even or dinner or cards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> the yeah. f1 yeah um yeah but you do get up dressed up to go to the races so you get there Get there the yeah. members.
1: yeah we got the members just as part of the ownership in the um, space as big cat pointed out to me we didn't get to go everywhere where the members do but you get to go in the members um and we got a, 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 a mounting yard pass um which was cool so we went into the mounting yard
0: beforehand so explain that for the because a lot of our listeners wouldn't have actually owned a thoroughbred and uh, been lucky enough to get into the mounting yard what process what's the process there? Oh what happens
1: is and they're a bit more they're a bit more strict on how you access those. You have to be a named owner in the race book yep so um, um, yeah, so you get to just go in and then what happens in this instance was obviously Nigel Blackiston's our trainer, and Jordan Childs was the jockey so um, everyone sort of gathers in a little bit of a huddle before the race mm-hmm. the yep. jockey comes over. We had Craig Williams at Caulfield, as you you were there for that. Yep. Jordan Childs isn't in that league in terms <laughs> of an orator. Yes. No, he's yep. just has you know he's a shy yes. kid. Yep. Whereas um, um, Williams is just something out of the box. Yep. He's, a freak. He's, a, he's a pro. He's a pros pro. Yeah. Um, so you go and you say, oh yeah, you know, I think we'll just look for a run. We'll look for a trip on the rails, and hopefully we'll get it. Now, also at the time. You know, the trainer pretty much flayed that we were in shit because of the heavy track. And, <laughs> and, and so we'll just, we won't, we weren't, expectations weren't high. But, Well, yep. that was pretty cool. And then I went up, um, uh, so we watched him parade, which was awesome as well. Cam took a great photo. I wish I got a photo of that with me with the horse parading in the background. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then all the owners go up into a certain stand area and um, I happened to be standing behind the winning <laughs> owner, which wasn't by design, or else I would have, <laughs> backed, I would have backed warning if I thought he was going to win. Please, you knew who was going
0: to win. You were busy running up and down the stand <laughs> trying to get to see which horse was there.
1: And then afterwards you go to the Loser's Bar, <laughs> uh, which, as I said, to, I think I said to Brett, but it's, it's not called the Loser's Bar, but the one next to it is the Winner's Bar, and it's called the Owners' and Trainers' Bar, so they yep. may as well call it the Loser's Bar. Um, yeah, and it was good... Um, what was probably and I haven't been to the gals for a long time and I've, I haven't been to the members since Jezebel's Cup in 1997 or something like that yep. 1998 <laughs> Okay, but that club stand is just opulence and um, yeah it's, it, was, it was a really it was a good experience um, I prefer the harness racing crowd
0: <laughs> they're more your type of people
1: they're more my type of people. Okay. So, once I'd, I'd sort of sneak back and make an appearance with Megan and some friends we were with, but otherwise I was going out into the public area of the hill stand and just uh, having a few beers out there. Yep. With some friends. Um,
0: with Big Cat, no doubt.
1: I bumped into Big Cat yeah. and um, the Lioness sort of uh, just uh, before the last, I think. Yep, yep. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it was... In that in the betting rings on those big days, it is still an incredible atmosphere. Because yeah, okay. everyone's watching the screen, and it's a big roar, and, you know, it's something which... um where,
0: where is the betting ring at Flemington? Well... I've never actually been.
1: Well, I was... The one that I was at was actually in the members. Okay. And it's bloody big. Yeah, right. It's okay. huge, like, three basketball courts wide, yeah. and there's just people in there everywhere watching the big screens and okay. roaring them home. Yeah. Um yeah, so it was a good experience. I think um, Megan got us, when we got to the... Um, so we rock up, and it might have been 12 o'clock. Yep. And there's an opera singer roaring away. Now, that was actually a bit of a novelty, so I quite liked it. It, it wasn't... Who's it? What's Who's Harness Racing's opera singer? singer? Oh, um... It wasn't him, but... Um, yeah. ...of yep. the Queensland owners... Rosario yeah wasn't Rosario Rosario. but this guy's there just singing away at the bar which is pretty interesting and um a lot of dressed up people but yeah so I think Megan I just said I'll just get us a beer and Megan got a champagne and yep I think that was like 36 bucks and I'm like right, that's what that's where this is going is it (laughs) um yeah yeah Megan just had an absolute day out because she dressed up and she just yeah yeah okay felt yep. really privileged. It was good it was good to experience that, right? Yep. It was, oh, it was right. good to experience that. Yeah, okay. Obviously the result didn't turn out terrific, but it was um, it was a good day um, and I ended up yeah getting back into my comfort zone at the Royal in the Marsh and
0: yeah. well to be fair you also ended up in uh, in Cookie's garage in <laughs> his car. But um so things are things things that you can that harness racing could learn from looking after owners. Yeah, the owner experience was obviously was good on on track. Yes, yes. That that uh, that gathering before the race and the communication from the jockey and the trainer. Yeah,
1: we could do that. Yeah. There's no way in the world why we shouldn't have a culture where before the race, instead of end after the race, because that happens after yes. the race as well. Bit of a debrief. There's no reason why um, Puppet or Greg um, isn't yeah. coming in. And talking to the owners. It shouldn't be go over to the trainer. And obviously, most of my horses that race at Melton have been with Clayton and Emma. Yep. So the idea that they go and talk to Emma and Clayton and report in, that's fine, but it should be done at the owners. Yep. And as I said, it's a perspective I never had before this, but when you have people... So it should be, here it is, you gather over and there's it's a, a, almost a ritual where the driver and the trainer and the owners are all in the same conversation. Yep. And the same thing happens on the way in. Yep. yep. The other thing I'll say about it is that I would, I would really love it if our trainers got a share in a thoroughbred. The the, the, the best professional development trainers in harness racing could have yep. would be if they had a small share in a thoroughbred and they actually um, uh, were exposed to the way that an owner in the thoroughbreds is communicated with. Yep. And I, Nigel Blackiston is a small trainer and so it's – not through a syndicate. I don't hear from a syndicate manager or a stable manager. It's Nigel talking to you. So, yes, uh, and it is just such a, um, a, a, a as an owner, his level of communication uh, just from his phone. He doesn't have any fancy, you know, he's not drone yeah. shooting from drones or anything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But he just um, he lets you be a part of the journey, and he also yep. you feel very appreciated there. And I think that we it's not through lack of effort or capacity i just don't think there's an understanding amongst our training ranks about what they can do or what it means to owners when they actually endeavor to communicate and value their owners yeah, yeah. um and i think it's terrific that hrv have supported owners recently in trying to develop some technology around it or get them on the my stable. yeah but i still don't think our, our trainers exactly know what it is that's required or what their owners want but yeah. look well, that's a digression brett it was a really good day in funky town and flemington um, who knows whether I'll ever? In fact, let's face it, I'll probably never be back there again with a, a Derby runner. But
0: oh, he might be back winning the Melbourne Cup next year.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. But <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. maybe maybe one of the mega bets in this series could be something quite. Um... Oh, no, yeah. I wouldn't get our four hundred punters to go back into that again. <laughs> that was Funky Town, Brett. Beautiful um, news. Couple of very brief ones. Harness racing New South Wales annual report out today. Yes. I might have been earlier than today. I don't know. They always keep it under their, under wraps and they always leave it to me to launch it to announce its arrival. <laughs> I reckon that's the third year in a row I've broken that news. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. Yeah. Um, what, what's, the, uh, what's the takeaways <laughs> from that? Point? Well, I actually haven't gone over it that, that closely because I've been pretty busy because okay. I had to catch up from looking at racing.com and listening to RSN for five days last week <laughs> and getting no work done. Yep. Um, turnover slightly up. So that's the third consecutive year.
0: Total turnover.
1: Total turnover, okay, which yep. is better than HRV's performance. Yep. Revenue. Um, so statutory result was a loss because that reflected the fact that they took seven point four mil out of their future fund to um, contribute to the development of Wagga and Tamworth. Yep. But they made about one point eight on the books operating.
3: Okay. So
1: they made a they they made a profit. Yep. Now. Of that, they actually dropped 1.5 mil in receipts from um, wagering operators, and that was offset by 2.6 million that they got from the point-of-consumption tax or their share of the yep. point-of-consumption tax. Yep. So, look, the industry's... Uh, I, I don't know about this point-of-consumption tax. It's another way for government to try to tap in and, and um, suck money from gambling, which is, seems to be all... They're all addicted to it. Every government is addicted to it in Australia. Um, and they've got to be very careful that they don't kill the goose that's delivering their golden eggs, and that means that they need to make sure that uh, racing of all codes remains a competitive product for the punters to bet on. So you'd nearly rather say, well, we don't want, you know, we, we'll, forget your point of consumption tax. If anything, drop your take and actually let uh, let people bet on the sport. But look, the numbers are yeah. looking good up there in in New South Wales. So that was sort of. Yeah, in tough times, mate. They 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 increase prize money by two mil. They've they're putting about eight hundred thousand into um, drought, and um, yeah, yeah that I wouldn't say he's very conservative. I think, um, Dumbo.
0: You'd like to see him open the uh, open the. Walls I don't know. Short, I don't
1: know. I think he's a smarter guy than what I am. Yeah. Um, he just doesn't sound that. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm only being oh. serious. <laughs> um, that's, uh okay. They're, okay. Running the, they're running running. The, they're in good shape. They're in good shape. Put it that way. Yep. Uh Brett, have you got any news? No, I've got nothing, Sharon. Oh well in that case I'll go to my number two, which is Dale Brown kicks off tomorrow. I
0: thought he was kicking off today.
1: Nah, the seventh. Oh, okay, okay. The seventh.
0: He's hitting the ground running, I've
1: heard. Oh, I did hear he's hitting the ground running. I believe he's going to um uh, be wanting to get around to as many areas as possible and list to as many people, which ironically is how David Martin Began. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I wish him well. I'm optimistic. Um, I hope he's the right guy to steer Victoria in the right direction. Um, I'm surprised Danny O'Brien didn't give him the old uh, Alan Scott, you were wrong when he was on the podium <laughs> yesterday. <that> Mark Williams <laughs> did win Port 1, the grand final. Yes. Um, yeah, but Danny's probably wise enough to know he probably don't poke the bear.
0: No, no, he's, look, he just pocketed... A fair amount of coins, so yeah. he's probably pretty happy with himself yeah. at this point in time. He yeah, would be
1: now, Brett. The boys from Sportsbet are going to send through their um, their segment yep. with their mega bets. Don't miss out on this because this is here. This is where you make money. Plenty of smart people will let you know that you, you've got to get the overs. That's where the that's where the fat is in this game. That's true. And these boys will let you know exactly where to go in the next few days. Yeah, they're
0: throwing fatter in life. that once.
1: Yeah. By the sad. time the suckers get onto it on by Sunday night all the margins gone
0: gone
1: so um, um, ADI and uh, JK JK I reckon uh, JK JK might have to actually let us in on the secret next week as well about what they're doing with muscle factory and being set for this million dollar pace because I think if he's not fave he's second fave is he gone um, is he not Wow! he could
0: be going chariots instead
1: well, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I know you chatted with Jerry out Jared Carlefeld out, uh, in the, at the pub in Wagga a couple of weeks ago about it. Yeah, yeah. And one thing about these Carlefeld boys, apart from having a really good Scrabble score with their last name, <laughs> is that they play their cards close to their chest.
0: They do. They do. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> Amazing family, the car. All right.
1: That's it from us. Um, Brett, you'll do something at the end for the boys and make this some sort of smooth segue.
0: Oh, this will be fantastic. This will be as smooth as silk. And uh, after the boys, we'll uh, we'll throw to some vintage uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin as well. Yeah, so tune in for that.
2: Catch you next week, listeners. Bye. Justin Carlefeld here from the Sportsbet Trading Floor for the second of the market updates for the Inter-Dominion, joined by our harness expert,
3: Andrew DiOrio. Now, Andrew, uh, any changes at the top of the paces market? Uh, no changes at the top of the market. We've still got Spankham uh, heading at it at 280, followed by Self short at 5 and the Fixer 7. Um, some of the moves have been at the, the bottom end of the market. After uh, this week's Kaikoura Cup, we saw... Classy Brigade, um, $61 into 26. It's very, very strong in front, wasn't it? I thought it might get run
2: down, but it held on there, it was too strong.
3: Yep, yeah, and also Triple uh, Eight, who ran third. Uh, plenty of money trickling in, 21 into 15. Again, Shannon having some influence there. I would have
2: thought he was smiling there as it flashed home. Uh, it was an excellent run. And, and in the Trotters, uh, Habib Dinta.
3: Yeah, he uh, he won the, the Trotters Cup at uh, Kaikoura, and, and he's been steady at uh, 16 into 15. The other um, big move was, uh, actually, Alex Park, Alexander Park Friday night, Massive Metro, uh, who was an eye-catching run uh, on on the Friday night. He uh, is now our worst result in the market. We've slashed his odds from uh, 17 into nine. some punters, uh, I think one of the largest bets we took was four hundred at twenty six. We had, of course, the inflated odds last week. Yes, yeah, very popular there too, and we we held
2: them a bit longer purely because we fell asleep on the market. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Punners were able to access boosted odds up until uh, up until Tuesday, I think it was. So that's uh, right. excellent there. And what's the top of the market look like there
3: for the trotters if you run through from the the very top? Yeah, so Mark Cooler heads it at three twenty. Sunday Sun at five. And uh, the best of the Australians, uh, tough market six. We've we've just uh, pushed them out slightly, just because some of those moves at uh, at the bottom end.
2: Yeah, and the, the and onto the special for for punters. And as we said last week, we're going to look to have a, a special market or two or an offer each week for the the 147.7 podcast listeners. And last week's was very popular. It was the Shannon special. It was three of his his horses that he owned and. I'll be honest, uh, things got a little bit nervous there. We ended up with a six-figure liability, about 400 bets. A lot of smaller bets just purely because of the, the big price it was. Uh, thankfully for us, it went down. Otherwise, uh, these future offers were looking very, very shaky. But as we look ahead to this week, um, the first one you've got here, ADI, is, a, is an
3: Aussie bet for New Zealand Cup day. Yeah, so we're going with the Aussies. We're cheering them. So San Carlo, we're throwing in Uncle Sam as well. Um, so they're our two chances in the New Zealand Cup. And on the same day, Tough Monarch and McLovin in the Trotters free-for-all. Tough Monarch's actually uh, the favourite. So we're giving the uh, $21 as the price for uh, in the two Australians. So uh, that's that's, that's for an Aussie double. That's so right. it's one of,
2: one of them to win the paces and one yep. of them to win the Trotters $21 there, which is, uh, is, which is quite juicy based on current market prices. So that is very appealing. And, and one for, for Shannon himself is... Uh, on the back of last week's episode, uh, this week we've got a Spank It Up megabit for $12 eighty what's the details of the Spank It Up
3: megabit? Yeah, we've thrown in uh, Talk It Up, who's racing at Gloucester Park Friday night. Now, we've got him to run the place into Spank him to win the New Zealand Cup.
2: Yep, so talker Up to run a place, Gloucester Park, it's drawn one as well, yep. which has uh, obviously enhanced its chances massively of running a place Friday night, and the favourite um, in it's, the New Zealand Cup. And we've enhanced that as well. Uh, Again, quite generous, but $12 for $12. punters there. So, two megabits there an Aussie megabit and a Spank It Up megabit. That's it here from the Sportsbet Trading Floor. We, we will be back next week and happy punting.
0: The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring.
1: Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't
2: got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16.
1: Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass.